You are now locked into the Preacher Says Podcast. We're here to free the real of the transitional struggles Christian women face. We will be better and do better. A drum roll. Do you recognise the voice? <laughs> She's back! I'm back! <laughs> <laughs> dear Rosalind. Rosalind, back, back, back. Tell her friend, friend, friend. Oh no, it feels good to be back, guys. Well, happy to have you here. Thank Once you again, so much. The I was gonna say the the four. What do you call it? You call a tree? You trio? What What's for the? A what? Hmm? A quartet. The quartet oh, is grandma. Quartet. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, no, I'm actually not going to embarrass myself and say it. It's okay. No, say it. Quadruplets. Huh? That's, that's the quadruplets. But that's babies. That's that's kids. Well, our quadruplets. Oh, okay. Okay. Anything QAA? QAA will pass the test. QAA will pass the test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wonderful. You passed the test. Thanks so much. <laughs> But yeah, I know you guys have missed Rosalind. We have missed her too. So we're so happy to have you back. It's good to be back. And then my, how, how is life? Married woman. Oh, it's good. It's so good. I feel so amazing. I feel so free. <laughs> I feel so light. It's just nice. It's just nice. Very nice. <laughs> I feel so light. Wow. Are you? It's... Well done. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. After after, we gave all, God the glory. after every all the years. After everything. all the years. You made it. <laughs> I suffered for nineteen <laughs> years. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's it's good. So like I'm really enjoying it. It's still very much early days, but mm. like I'm loving it. Oh, I'm glad. I'm loving it. Yeah. Well, yes. well hopefully that with everything that you have learnt even in the minimum time, mm-hmm. you will be contributing some sweet, sweet wisdom. Oh. For our sisters, so I'll try, you know. I'll try. Um, but we've been holding. Oh wait! Before we continue, today you are joined by myself, Abisoye, Rosalind, Kenya, and Josephine. <laughs> 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 Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> wait, have you guys not been doing it? Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes in mm-hmm. in when the memory. <laughs> yeah, not in that In that <laughs> But yeah, obviously it lies with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's your ad lib. So I know we've been, we've been. I think at the beginning of the year we said that we wanted to start a uh, a new series, but we wanted to make sure that all four of us were here at the same mm-hmm. time. Um, and it's the how to series. Ooh. <laughs> no. What? We need oh. a, a nice wow. to it. I don't even know what that <laughs> was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> No? Okay, we'll leave it to the editor. <laughs> She's gonna not put anything there. She's like, no, this is not cutting it. Oh, gotta go. Oh, gotta go. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'll leave it. I'll hand it to one of the ladies. What, what are we starting off? Oh, wh- why are we doing this? Hey. I say, Rosalind, because, yeah, you put some good good points as to what we should be doing in this series so well I, I i literally don't even remember i just think okay so i we're hoping with the how-to series it will just be good to kind of not bring some certain things back to basics but talk about the practicality the reality and god willing he will give us the biblical knowledge as well mm-hmm. on how to do certain things like i feel like there's certain things that sometimes is is kind of painted as it's very easy like like i don't know how to hear the um the voice of god and it sounds like it's very easy but the reality is that that can look quite different for a lot of people um so we're hoping that a lot of the how to topics we're going to do will be quite um helpful um but also just not like not overcomplicate a lot of these things but mm. that's what i remember but i don't know if i did a good job explaining it yeah okay. that's that's how i understand it so yeah so um we took some time we were deliberating mm. we said which one are we gonna start with because we gotta start with a bang mm-hmm. <laughs> no something well. relatable something in the news <laughs> something mm-hmm. circulating in the, in the headlines <laughs> in the headlines <laughs> in the twitter <laughs> field <laughs> twitter's <laughs> field hey god hey god 
Um, and we thought we'd start by talking about how to choose a church. Pray tell, Abby Sawyer, what made you want to decide that this day? Inquiring minds. Now you're actually flipping on me because I've been doing this to Josephine recently. (laughs) Like, and why did you choose this? Um, Why did you tell us? Because I had conversations with you all about what's happening in the new. I'm Obviously, if you are um, attuned to Christian Twitter or, you know, if you just if you black on Twitter in the UK, yeah, you would have heard or would have seen a few tweets um, in the last few weeks about uh, people talking about church hurt, people talking about mm. leaving a church or questioning leadership and people abusing their authority within the church. Um, and so with that being said, this church, finding a church, that that topic, um, Rosalind brought it up at the beginning of the year but it just sits really well today yeah. for us to talk about it um yeah. so that was the one i thought we should go with first um and in particular unfortunately it's not good news it's not good news we just don't want to no but i'm girl. saying it's not good news like for the for the kingdom it's not like we want to i don't know i don't know much about it. all i know is about the girl's wedding huh <laughs> the one comment about music. yeah there was a comment oh, about oh, someone's that wedding wasn't, that was included uh, wait I legit don't know anything about okay, I'll it. I'll say the one that I'll say because that's that's another point. I right, did see okay. that one as well, but it's two different. Just lay the okay yeah, foundation. The foundation. So um, uh, there's been a report that's come out allegedly about some abuse that's been taking place in a church in the UK. Um, I think it's a non-denominational church, but it's run by a uh, a black guy who's like an apostle. Um, it's quite a small church. Um, but it's filled with young people in the ch- within the church, and there's been some allegations that he has. Um, there's been some uh, misconduct um, with uh, him abusing his power to the degree of even, you know, making people feel uncomfortable with like sexual innuendos and stuff like that. Like wow. it's been, yeah, to that degree, and even um, just abusing his power as an mm. apostle. Um, and him not having enough accountability or somebody who, you know, right. he, he goes to. So okay. um, it was actually brought out last year, um, the allegations. And it's actually men that have been saying these allegations towards him, um, which oh. is different because we hear about women yeah. coming forward more about sexual harassment. Sexual harassment mm, okay. But for the men to come forward uh, and say it, it's like... Um, I would say it's quite brave of them to another degree. Like, yeah. me, I, I think I would say, I would say it's brave of everybody, but I, I was shocked. I was taken aback to find that it was mm. actually men that Sorry, was um, just so I understand. So is it that there are alleged sexual um Oh yeah, our lawyer towards, is here. Towards <laughs> men? Or yes, towards, yeah, men. towards men. So is it both men and women? No, towards, towards men. men. Okay, yeah. Got it. Um, and um, so it happened, it, it was all brought to like last year, but... Um, it was all under investigation. The church itself ceased to exist when that happened last year. But the apostle has, um, on June the 6th, the apostle came up and published a video on the church's platform and basically said he's back and he's ready to resume as per. And then it was like, what? Because we are under investigation. Um, and then a whole report came out, which actually identified the allegations towards against him with screenshots of, of conversations he's had with these men. Um, I've read, I've read it. I'm really, it's, it's, it's sad. It's very sad. Um, and it talks about also like not having um, transparency with the finances within the church and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um, I don't even say I recommend you read it yourself, but I would recommend you read it yourself so you have an idea. But again, it's all under investigation, so it's very much allegedly. But the fact that we're having this conversation proves the point that we need to. It, there needs to be some discernment when trying when choosing a church, when mm. who, who you are looking up to as a leader yeah, and stuff like yeah. that. So that's why we're having this conversation. Wow. And then um, Rosalind, you mentioned that you saw something about uh, a, somebody's wedding. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I, I don't know anything about it. I just anything that's a wedding, like it's calling me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I saw a tweet about a girl, and she was like, she can't believe that um, she faced public shame during her wedding because her father and faith, which I'm assuming her pastor, um, uh, I think made them feel bad for playing 
um, circular music at the wedding. Mm. So instead of people actually enjoying the wedding, they were um, sort of bashing them, the couple okay. for doing that. Um, and it kind of robbed them of them actually enjoying the moment. And people, instead of people actually enjoying it, they kind of just like stand in there trying to be holy, that kind of thing. Um, which is which is just not nice. Like you don't want that to be your memory of your wedding day. Um, and yeah, I just thought it's very strange behavior from one past. Even if even if it's something you don't condone, on that day it's not about you. Mm. <laughs> so um, yeah, but I didn't know anything about it. I just know that it, like through the thread, a lot of people were talking about like men of God and you know how they act, how they impose their views and all these other things, which is what I thought is also in relation to this. Yeah. Okay. So I guess with that being said um the topic how do we choose a church i don't know it wasn't usually you say how do, how, how do you no you usually say well, how do you cho- how do you no, choose get a, a church um, we get a, a, a definition a, a, a of a church or we get a consensus <laughs> a, cons- a general yourself? consensus okay. uh, this what? is hard maybe i don't know maybe we can all go around yeah. and talk about something that we look for it's hard yeah so uh, maybe other key things that, that thing is sad though i know sorry i'm not all processing it but it is yeah. really sad why Mm. It's mm. one downfall affects us all. Yeah, yeah. so it's, it's like, not. Yeah, this is an L for the kingdom. It's yeah, not, it's not good at all. But we mm. we're, we're praying that the people that are affected, God will carry them through. Because church hurt can go really deep, and if you you've dealt with sexual abuse and all these other things, is is multi layered. You know, mm. in terms of even if you find the right church. You know, mm-hmm. to what extent can you actually trust that church? You know, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So who wants to start? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, I think obviously from birth, you're 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 sort of brought to a particular church mm. by your parents, and then that's the, all that you know. And then some of us got to an age where we were like, I won't be here no more. Mm. And sometimes it's your friends that have actually. Um, so I know, for example, Edmonton Baptist Church, the one that I used to go to. You used uh, to. Yeah, we, we've changed. We changed church. Um, I used to go there. (laughs) We used to go there, and the reason why I went there is because of our Bible study group, and also so that was like my bring in, and I was then comparing it to my old church, and I was like, oh, I'm growing more here than I am there, and so that was, that's how I picked it. And then again, we were here. Well, actually, my husband chose this new church that we go to, and so I was like, cool. Maybe God's given you the the vision or whatever, and as your wife here I am to follow you took me a t- it took me a long time though because I was like I don't get it I'm happy here but at the same time we can't be in two different churches you know does that make sense as a married mm. couple mm. Um, so yeah we moved and genuinely really really happy at this current church no complaints at all so what kind of things have you what um, what kind of things have you seen about it that you feel like oh you're happy or you like it um there's ugh. Um, there's so for me, I think um, having a, a really good prayer life is where is my priority in my season, and that's what the church really offers me. Um, a lot of that, whether it's small prayer circles, um, Friday prayer, um, all of that kind of stuff, and that's really really important to me. So that's something that stood out to me, and that's what I was also searching for a church that that would be hot on praying. Um, and when I our first week in the church that whole month they were fasting and praying nice and so it was it was like this is what you want here we go <laughs> and it was really good experience um, the worship is more um, engaging obviously it's not the be all or end all for me but it's definitely more engaging there's um, a lot of things that I can do in the church now as well um, new things to do oh for real yeah sorts of new things that i can participate in and do which i really really like and they just do generally a lot mm. for from from the little ones all the way to your oldest and wisest um so yeah that's really it for so me you look for more like community um um to be fair i've always had I don't think I hunt for it, but I've, every church that I've been to, there's always been community. Mm-hmm. I've, I don't think it's something that I'm, I always run after, but I definitely run after like prayer mm-hmm. is my thing that I always run after. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I left my initial church because I just right. didn't have it. It was just I'll, like, um, mm. 
what the what the ones they call it Ugh, they had the names for the different prayers that you just recited every single every single Sunday like before right. you do your communion there's this one prayer that you take and there's this oh, other prayer okay. like the Church of England mm. uh, so it's very repetitive okay. to the point I could literally close my eyes and just retell it all here okay, <laughs> and okay. it doesn't bear weight to me it doesn't oh, okay. target the things that I'm looking for or or doesn't feel like it is um, so yeah but communities it seems like it's quite at the centre of everything for me mm. but I don't think I pay attention to that I mm. definitely chase prayer mm. and then being able to be used is another thing actually like yeah. where can I be used yeah um yeah, so that's how it's been. That's how my journey has been for me. Yeah. So my my most recent one, I didn't get to choose it, but I'm happy where I am. Oh no, I'm just saying. Yeah, like I, I was at a, a church that I was I was at since I was eight, mm-hmm. and oh, I got I yeah, that I know. Wow. And then I got married and moved to my husband's church, um, which my old church was like. 5,000 people within the church and this church is like 100 people. So mm-hmm. I didn't get to choose, but so far, so good. Um, there are things that I'd probably discuss during the pod, just things like, oh, okay, I didn't think I'd really care about this or, oh, you know, the mm-hmm. opportunity there. Um, but yeah, that, that's me really. But what about you, Joe? I'm trying to just basically get, because I've been speaking a lot, so I'm just trying to flip ah. it. Because <laughs> <laughs> even, I'm just trying to do this. It looks like it was like, what do you want? What do you want? I'm like, please, Joe, just talk. <laughs> what was the question again? How do you? How did you? What do you look church? for? In or what do you look for? Yeah. Oh, wait. Let's go first with how did you pick? Were you were you just born into that church? No, 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 no. The current church that I'm at, no. Um, I was born into church in general. Yeah. I don't think we we had a choice. It was like, <laughs> Basically. Yeah, you man don't have a choice. You lot got to go to church. So I think I was like, I grew up like obviously going to a Catholic church and you just went in and it was just routine. Mm. There wasn't really anything in it um, until, you know, I got older and I had the opportunity to kind of take the reins off my mum, so to speak, mm-hmm. and kind of guide my own journey so mm. there were a few churches that i went to and a few churches that i was just like okay mm, it's nice it's cute but it's a no for me yeah. um but what do i look for i don't it's it's uh, to be honest it's just when i go to a church i just because i've had instances in the past where it just hasn't gone very well or like if you come from a background that i come from as well sometimes your mum's they're just going to churches like they just be going to churches <laughs> so oh more i've been to churches in my lifetime mm. do you get like i've been to so many churches in my lifetime uh so i think over the course of just like growing up in church i just there was like a discernment that i just built up mm-hmm. so when i would go to a church and i'd see the man of god and i'll just be like hmm me i'm i I know i'm not even all the way there yet but something here is not like it's not settling with my spirit Mm -hmm. and you can just feel that when you go into a church i think it's very you know the prayer is good the word is good but it has to align with who you are Mm. and just your spirit in general like there's no point in going to a church if you can't connect with Mm -hmm. what is going on in that church from what is coming from the pulpit Mm -hmm. and for me that's kind of what i lead with like can I connect with what's what's being said? Yeah. Can I connect with the ethos, the morals of the church? Yeah. I don't really tend to look at the people anymore because mess up, mess up. Look at the people, you're likely to leave church yeah. on day one. 100%. Like you just don't look at the people for me personally, just don't. I, um, I tend to look at who is the spearhead of the church how what he says can i connect with the word that's coming from the pulpit also just how he is as a person mm. not necessarily like as a man of god because as a man of god please the anointing is there the fire will come right mm. but outside of that mm. when he comes off the pulpit mm-hmm. and he's just or she is just themselves themselves like, like how are they like yeah. what kind of person are they um i like yeah. nice people so um mm. yeah I like for the spearhead of the church to be a nice person. Right. Um, yeah, but that's what I look for. But mainly it's discernment. Is mm-hmm. my spirit connecting with what's going on in this place? That's good. Yeah. 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 I hear that. I hear, I hear what you're saying because th- there's plenty of churches I've been to where I'm like, oh, this yeah, the message is good, 
prayer is good worship is great okay but i still don't feel a connection yeah, yeah, yeah. Still don't feel a connection. Like, yeah. And, and i think that's important like don't fake it like mm-hmm. sometimes there's just big churches we'll just go to just because we want to be part of the crowd oh everyone <laughs> goes here it's a lit church what church are I going to see? There's one worship what tabernacle. No, the one that's in Finsbury Park. What was is it? KICC. That's UCK. No, no, UCK. Sorry, sorry. I used to go there. You know? Yeah, we, we all went there. Went there. Yeah. Went there. Everyone, everyone went to UCK. Yeah, yeah I didn't go that, because that my friend told me. My friend told me that her mum walked into the church and prayed if she should go there. She closed her eyes and she saw herself outside. <laughs> so I said, oh "What's God. all of this? I'm not going." No, but. Nah, that church, that church is dodgy though. No, UCKG, we all like at some point, <laughs> everyone found themselves at UCKG. It wasn't even necessarily the word. It was just because oh, more everyone went there, innit? Yeah, yeah. Like we every went young there. person the was there. Yeah. Every young yeah, person yeah. went there. You knew your friends. Yeah. there was the sparkle of our day yeah. when we were young. Young yeah, 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 yeah. Like everyone went to UCKG. <laughs> you didn't even have to. That's be actually true, true, you know. We just They'll went cut you on the street. Yeah, 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 exactly. And they won't let your number go. Aww. And they will keep messaging you. I think they're one of my old phones. Like years ago, when I on when I owned the phone, UCKG. Yeah, man. Like it was more Did we have tried? <laughs> no, they'll ask for it. Yeah, but um yeah, but everyone went there at some point because it yeah. was just a link up. Mm. And you know, sometimes you can go to churches because it's a link up. Mm-mm. Like you know yeah, everyone yeah. that goes yeah. there, but yeah. are you actually connecting with it? Like everything sounds like everything is good on paper. Right. If your spirit don't connect with it, get a bells, man. Mm. I hear that. You. How about you, Roslyn? Um, I I definitely agree with a lot that Joe said. Um, I think um, feeling like not feeling, but being able to spiritually align yourself with the church, mm-hmm. and um, discerning that you should um, that's your place. But I do feel like um, everyone is also kind of called to a specific type of church, like um, because I I feel like w- one of the things I look for in a church is that do i see myself serving here i don't necessarily believe in going to church and not necessarily being part not being part of what the church is trying to build Mm. as a community in general or for the body so i look for do um all that joe said and um can i see myself serving here um can i see um, do I agree with how, not necessarily how things are done, but what what is the ultimate ethos here? Like, um, and not necessarily making it about my feelings because, as Joe said, a lot of the times when you look at how people do things or how things are done, sometimes your feelings can draw you and either um, certain things will look a certain way and excite you if you go to a church that's lit the the praise and worship is lit and the the word is not even really biblical it's just mad motivational mm. it is very much um, an emotional um draw to that church so for me i try to to look past that feeling and also try and see if my spirit's connecting and it's i feel like i'm being called here for a purpose mm. to play play a part in what what god's vision is for that particular church um but i also feel like one of the main things that like you want to look out for is just like what is the church um i don't know the the word for it but uh, i don't know like goal like mission statement Mm -hmm. ethos Mm -hmm. like what like i feel like a lot of churches they is very hard like when you look at um say like transformation church and they will say oh to re-represent repre- re- represent god to the lost and found blah blah and they say it a lot and it's it's about oh basically you're showing people a different way of how to see christ i get it um but it's really trying to understand what that means to the church on a day-to-day mm-hmm. and um sometimes i feel like it takes some time to actually understand that but look into um, people like the the pastor like is how is their key message is he living by that sort of mm-hmm. and so like the mm-hmm. church that i go to um um we say what well, do we uh, empowered by grace mm-hmm. so 
when we say empowered by grace is in whatever you're doing is through the holy spirit is you know it's the holy spirit that is equipping you to do it be it being able to do good being able to show love being able to 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 do things that by your own will you're not able to do mm. so it's like is you know i look to my pastor to in terms of like someone will annoy him but he's just very chill he's just chilled like mm. he's just he's not moved he's not moved by the things that are going on around him and that's definitely grace that's not something that you can do in your own strength so i think is looking at the leader and seeing that okay are they actually walking in the you know what the the key message of the church is the change the church wants to make in the world and um Mm. yeah um i think those are the things that i look for but yeah but sometimes it's all it takes time and that's what it takes time to identify because there's some church you can even go you feel like oh i can connect here but then also Mm. sometimes you're you're at that particular season that you're in you're at in your life can also warp yeah like what you're looking Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. that's what i was gonna say because um i know a lot of people that go on um church when they're looking for a church they're like church tours tours, yeah yeah, yeah, and i always wonder (laughs) i've never been on a church tour but i've always no 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 i don't mean in a shady way because that's what they call it they said they're going on church tour like to to find a new church Mm. and i've never been on one but (laughs) that's shady (laughs) i've never been on one um but I've always wondered <laughs> how it is to like go to different churches mm. and whether it's enough just to go once. No. Because, no. you know, you're only getting, like, you know when you invite somebody to your church and you're like, ah, oh, I'm hoping that it's my pastor that's here today because I need, I need yes. to be here. I need to represent. <laughs> I need to represent. Even mine, I'm, I'm always like, I'm praying we don't go on for so long. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it just might be that that, that mm. specific Sunday, what, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, like, what do what's your take on, like, just ch- when you're trying to find a church, like, what is your take on like just going to multiple ones and? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm, I'm I'm on the fence with it. Like, I hear it because you you need to you need to see what you like. Does that make sense? You need mm-hmm. to see yeah. what you like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you need to get into the environment to kind mm-hmm. of know what it is that you're looking for to kind of like gauge. Yeah. Like, what is it you're looking for? Yeah, yeah. You need to, but you need to be in that environment. I don't necessarily maybe agree with going just once and then saying, okay, then next week, new next week, new church. Um, I don't agree with that. I feel like it does take time. Um, but I feel like when you are seeking out a church as well, um, it's. Do you know what? It depends on your background and where you've come from as well. So sometimes with a lot of us, we don't really get a choice in the church that we go to. Yeah, mm. yeah. It, it, it's, it's been removed from our hands. Some of us, we are still in churches that our mothers took us to one day. We don't know if it's good. We don't know if it's bad. Mm-hmm. We're just, Me, yeah. Same, but I know that my own is good. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer. Yeah. No, but we're just there. Mm. We're just there. We yeah, don't have yeah. a choice in it. So sometimes even with like these church tours, it's about reclaiming some of that for, by yourself. Mm-hmm. And because you are owning it as your journey, your spiritual mm. walk, yeah. you need to own where you plant your feet Mm -hmm. and some people just haven't had that choice and they want to make that choice you don't just want to go with what your mum says or what your dad says so I I kind of understand the reasoning behind it also if you've um, mm -hmm. (laughs) wait (laughs) I want to say something but wait let me be free let me be free (laughs) also if you've come from a church where they've had you in a chokehold or more you want to be exploring you want yeah, to yeah. it's like when you come yeah. out of a bad breakup you want to go on dates yeah <laughs> you don't just want to get into another long-term <laughs> relationship true. Yeah, yeah. True. you want to date see yeah. what's going on yeah. test the market test the Water. waters <laughs> that's also what they're doing so i mean i'm not mad at it yeah, yeah. i feel like it's needed but you have to it can't be it's kind of like dating and then you're just dating for for dating sake do you know what i mean Intentional. intentional and christians we love an intentional yes we love intention but look you can't get away from it yeah. so i feel like um yeah it's it's very important to explore like i've i i was at a stage in my life where i just felt like i was really disconnected um i was disconnected to my church and what we were doing and for a long time i went to different places i even invested in different places but i think is one is really like you have to when you're exploring you have to pray a lot Mm. 
Mm. And that's and that what that's what I'm trying to say about the whole remove feelings from it. Like re, try and see past your feelings and pray that God is this is this where I'm supposed to be to be building myself because I think sometimes um you you can be at a stage in your life where you need the words to come a certain way and it's like it's not really packaged in that way and it's like when i feel like that word is not connecting to me or speaking to my issue then it's it's very easy to kind of go into a mode of really criticizing a lot of that is being put out rather than engaging with it Mm. and so um it's just it's important to when you're exploring to kind of remove your feelings and really try and seek god out like what should i what should i do you know because yeah like i i don't know especially (laughs) if you feel like say someone that's carrying church or when you've been at church that they'll put you in one chokehold you've been under one leader that has suppressed you for years now (laughs) when you leave when you it's very easy to leave a church um, at the forefront of your mind that you're going to go to a church that are very liberal in their in their approach mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know where do you draw that that balance of yeah. one that's very liberal and one that still needs a bit of discipline. you know structure discipline. and discipline yeah. you know so sometimes it's very important to explore but just like take it easy as well yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't know if that makes sense but yeah yeah, yeah I, I totally agree um I had a question that's just like literally run away from my mind. Mm-hmm. I got a question if you, you want it, but take your time. It's gone from my mind, so maybe it'll go. come out again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that happens. When somebody starts talking, then you remember. When, it's yeah. so weird. Um, it's about what Joe was saying uh, earlier about leaving your parents' decision on churches and actually finding your own. I find it quite interesting that, um, like, we're in the generation where we've seen a lot of people find themselves in churches that they really shouldn't be in or find themselves in churches that they really shouldn't be in. And it's kind of like, oh, if I went there with my mum, would I be in this situation? It's like, it's a really, really big decision, I think, to, yeah. to, to find a church, for us to find a church. I mean, we're, we're adults, but it's like, the, we, the some thing, of the churches no, we found no, ourselves no, in yeah, but it's like oh if I went if, if the is this the church my mom would take me to the, 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 the condition though or the footnote with that one is I'm not saying this is not to anybody's mum my, even my own mama. now she doesn't listen to this board so let me just <laughs> like no, but it's it's more so like that's if your parents are actually going to church to build themselves because so low key sometimes our parents they they will also be going to church for a link up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I, I hear you. No, no, no. What I was gonna say is that with the parent thing as well, would you be in that situation if your mum was it? Sometimes your mum is not, or your parents, should I say, are not always overseeing it from a spiritual element. It's more of a parental element. Mm. So it's it's kind of like, you know. If you say your mum, say for example, you go to a church, right? And you guys are happy. Your mum starts beefing someone in the church. Now your mum wants to bounce. Does that have any element? (laughs) (laughs) Does this mean that now everybody must pack their bags and leave? No, because it has a reflection on the church. It's just, that's something that happens with your mum. So you can't always follow, carry your handbag and follow your parents where they're going because essentially you have to make that decision by yourself because Omar, when we go, me, when I go, when God calls me home, it'll be me alone in that coffin, shah. Nobody else is joining me. So I can't be following anyone's decision and Mm -hmm. unfortunately, it's like with everything in life, you can't, your mum can't handhold you with every decision that you make. And I feel like with something as personal as your spiritual journey, I don't feel like you, if you can decide, it shouldn't just be in the hands of your parents. Right. That's, they can lead you to the water, Mm -hmm. but they can't hold your head to drink Mm -hmm. for all those years. You have to take ownership of your journey and where you're going and what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So with that one, Sha, hey, your parents can take you, but. I, I, I get what you're saying. I, I I really do. I th- I think the the what I'm, what I was what I was trying to also say was that uh, some of some of the situations that even the churches I find myself in, I just wonder if this was something that I like I went to visit with my mum, would we still be here 
or would she I, I don't mean me as my mum as a person I just mean as a yeah, somebody yeah. who is more but established in the faith yeah. would they have oh, okay. clocked this or is it would mm. they have clocked and quite mm. quickly that this is not the church you're supposed to be like yeah. is there a way of avo- of avoiding getting into some of these cults I think there are some, some there are some parents who are in the cults too like no but that's like, no, but I, 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 feel like, like that. I understand some, where you're coming from yeah. but I feel like that's like with everything that's like, just yeah. 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 if I got a bad job tomorrow if, would if I have known if my mother was here yeah. would I have had this job I know I'm just saying my mother was here I hear what you're saying yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hear, yeah. No, I hear you. I mean, I mean, like a parental or somebody yeah, that yeah, is yeah, like yeah. Hear someone it. that is a bit more, more, ast- ast- you know, grounded in the yeah, faith. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, but I feel like sometimes it's all you have to get it wrong to know the right thing. Fact. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you have that's sort of like it's very much a personal mm-hmm. walk and mm-hmm. a personal choice. Mm-hmm. It's very important. Like although majority, all of us actually were brought up in church, mm-hmm. is we still have to make that decision either mm-hmm. to still choose Christ ourselves. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, like, and sometimes you, you know, you get it wrong and mm. you learn from that. And and that's why I think it's, it's not, it's a decision I think it takes time. Yeah. Um, because some people can be in churches for years and then feel like I'm not, my spirit is really not connecting with this anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at UCKG for a long time and then they did something I said nah I'm scared mm-hmm. but the, it was like it was very scary scenes I saw some scary things at UCKG it was but that's very another, scary that's scenes another story for levitation levitation Levita- is it levitation Mom, I saw a what? snake once bra- Yo, it was a, a lot. snake okay anyway it was a lot it was allegedly a lot. allegedly allegedly a coffin Oh God! Altar. I see they things. Said, you have to to bring bring a personal item, a personal like clothing or like underpants, and then to shed away from, shed off any bad thing what? or whatever, and everybody put it in the coffin. Did you? No, <laughs> I left it. I said this one is something like um African movie. Like what's going on? And it's not biblical. Oh, one thing one main thing you want to look at with any church please what they are doing can you bring it back to the bible mm. because some churches will talk about um offending and fendi and all of these we we're we're here to to win souls and be leaders and and it's like they'll just, Who is they'll just pick one verse and you can't you can't bring it back to everything that scripture is saying if you cannot bring it back to scripture please run from that church yeah, yeah you have yeah. to run from that church and in wait, and wait. in not just one verse what were you hold on because i want i want to bring it back because there was something abs what was your question because there was something i was going to add but what about par- about having a parental figure or something like that does that that's it help? what i was going to say is another thing i am a firm believer in is fellowship and community not only within your church abby mm, okay Please, when we talk about community, it's not just the mates that you meet in church. I believe that you should have friends that are outside of your church as well. Yeah. Because sometimes when, again, when certain things Mm -hmm. are going down, if you're just surrounded by people that are in your church, Mm -hmm. you're not going to see certain things. It's Mm -hmm. just an echo chamber. Yeah, it's just an echo chamber. And you need people that are biblically sound that don't always go to the same house that mm-hmm. you go to yeah, so true. if they see something if they view something they can also step up and say you know what sis mm-hmm. bro uh, well i'm going to keep you in your prayers but this is certain things that mm-hmm. i think you should target there's certain things that i've seen that don't quite mm-hmm. for me don't align with the word or I, even who you are mm-hmm. so i think like fellowship is really important like don't just have people in your church home bubble mm-hmm. have other friends because mm-hmm. when i'm going through stuff i like the fact that not all of my friends go to the same church. Right. Yeah. So there's certain things that they can help me with because like you said, echo chamber, mm-hmm. if I'm moaning about something, someone else too is also moaning about the yeah. same thing yeah. and we're all moaning together. No one's getting anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have friends that yeah. are outside of the church, yeah. they can help you look at yeah. it from a different perspective or they can sure. tell you, girl, yeah. pack your bag and run. Yeah. It if, is yeah. wrong in there. If yeah. those if those churches are encouraging you to step away from 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 everything that you know yeah. that's a huge red flag if it's red if flag. that church is asking you to to just forever be stuck together Exclusive. all the time oh you have to be we're always together 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 again nowhere. that's another red flag like don't you have events. don't you have yeah certainly like do you not have family to go see 
if, you if cut off ties with, cut off ties with other people they don't understand they don't understand us they don't understand us they don't understand us yeah our mentality like is different there's that's so many weird. red flags to look out for that that's really cultish behavior and that's not a church for you to be in mm. anything that alienates you from the things that from the people that you love like even yeah. the things that you love because all of that stuff that's biblical as well there's certain things we need to let go of and we mm-hmm, need to shed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when we come into christ right. but the people that you love ha me if anybody starts yeah. telling me to stop talking to certain people that i know within my spirit there's not anything yeah. wrong with them mm. someone tells you to stop speaking to them or more <laughs> red flag red flag red flag literally so um, yeah i had a question um do you think that how a church's um structure or let's say how they hold their leadership accountable or how they deal with issues is a factor that someone needs to consider when they choose in a church how or they, something to how, look at how they hold their leaders accountable yeah so let's say um exhibit a what i would say said right mm. um and let's say someone is someone is visiting and this is happening R- removing all the other stuff that's happening right let's say it's just a, a normal church and a, a pastor has done something wrong and you have a church that isn't necessarily maybe dealing with it properly or on, on the other side you have a church that actually has clear structures on how to do this how to do this like so be like mm. the like hillsong like the man mm-hmm. after him and his wife after everything ah, they are now mm-hmm. yeah yeah so do you think that's important yeah because mm-hmm. that's also biblical yeah, yeah leadership say. it's also yeah. biblical yeah. how you how you deal with people mm-hmm. in that have are in leadership is biblical they should be held accountable everybody should be held accountable so if something takes place and it's swept under the rug it lets me know that ha you man not like anything goes but ultimately you're not as aligned with the word that I thought, as mm-hmm. aligned with the word that I thought you would be. Mm. So it's it's going to skew my view of how I view the church and how I view leadership because biblically certain things are going on that shouldn't be going on. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, you won't know this until you spend time in the church. Yeah, yeah of it's course, not, of course. It's not yeah, something yeah. that you'll find yeah. out on the first day unless they do something crazy. Yeah. And so you'll have to make that decision when you hear when you hear or you you see certain actions or or inaction what you're going to do but that's the same way as you you can be in a church and it takes a while for you to see the fruits and enjoy Mm -hmm. it and you know then you're like oh wow like i'm glad i gave this church a a chance but i think it's really difficult in smaller churches for for people to hold to be held to be held accountable just gonna say that especially like well i see it for, for me i see it like a startup uh, when you have people right. in a startup initially everybody's so invested and mm-hmm. some people overstep mm-hmm. but it's for the better but you know in their mind it's yeah, for the betterment right. of the church or, yeah. or for sorry, of the uh, the company so you know everybody's doing roles they shouldn't be doing yeah. you know it's just all over the gaff yeah. and then once people buy into them and new people new people join it's only after that that you know the new people are like okay it's either i'm gonna stick with this or i'm gonna say that this is not right yeah okay. um and I see that a lot in smaller churches. Okay. Um, thank God, I mean, the church that I go to, I, you know, in general, I really think, I think that, oh, I, I think the leadership as in the, the pastor, it's, it's so small that <laughs> there's only one pastor, you know? Um, <laughs> um, well, the pastor and his wife, um, and then there's older ministers there. I, I appreciate that. But I can definitely tell when young people are involved in smaller churches. I mean, we're learning. Everybody's learning, but there's a wisdom that older people have yeah. that we don't have because, you know, you can want to you want to be doing everything for mm-hmm. for good. But you all well, not everybody wants to, to do everything for good, but you have good intentions. Mm-hmm. But it sometimes will be it'll be misinterpreted or it just yeah you offend people mm-hmm. or you overstep the mark so i don't know it's a question i'm i'm actually thinking about i've been thinking about recently how do you hold smaller churches um accountable is because it's not charity commission charity commission is about finances who yeah. is governing <laughs> smaller churches mm-hmm. and you can go to nigeria and you'll find a church in every corner i mean more probably three in that one building mm. you know who's governing who's governing yeah. that let alone you know yeah. Here, well, no, yes, I don't know how churches 
Uh, yeah, I think I, I think is I think it's very hard. Um, also, I I think that a lot of churches view accountability very subjectively. Um, mm. So you know where you have someone that has overstepped, you know, holding them accountable could be just talking to the person behind behind closed doors. You will never know if the person's been like corrected or shouted mm. at or whatever. Mm. So it could be that you know on their side. They, they've held that person accountable but to your public the mm. person might just be um, fulfilling their duties as normal mm. and so the question then becomes should accountability mean mm. someone stepping down from a role yeah. or someone and I think um, I, I definitely I think you made such a good point about small churches are like startups like small church because it's, it's so it's very close and so when when it's a small company or organisation um Oh, like it's very organic to for everyone to feel like we're a family um where so even if i do something wrong it's not intentional mm-hmm. it's all for the betterment of this and that so a lot of the times the things that are put in place to correct wrongs are can be very informal and to yeah. some degree insufficient mm-hmm. whereas you find the bigger organizations like hillsong and all these you know very global churches that is very structured if you do something wrong you are losing your role they are putting out a statement they're doing all these investigations before they something comes out and um yeah i feel like a lot of small churches or even at like when you like african churches pentecostal churches some of them it's just there's no actually pentecostal is like a whole entity on their own but i think people are in there yeah yeah (laughs) but i think say like even african churches sometimes accountability there's small um culture in there on how the person is corrected if someone is older you know Mm -hmm. they they might not necessarily be corrected so i think i i feel like personally i think accountability is something you should look for yes but i also feel like I, I think I'm in a place where I'm okay with how accountability looks like to me and not obsessing about it. And so, um, because like transparency moment, I went through like a, you know, some stuffs, <laughs> stuffs. Um, <laughs> and I feel like it, it wasn't like something like massive, but I expected it to be dealt with in a certain way. And it just didn't look like that. Um, and you know a lot of offense come in there and all that stuff but it's just ultimately when i am i gonna let this one incident then offend me to the point where it will draw me out of the church Mm -hmm. because i expect it to be you know handled this particular way Mm -hmm. and you have to weigh up and can i now i mean the person is not moving as wild as they were but also it could be that now I've become immune to the yeah. all their stuff, you know, and I don't engage with it. Yeah. So that's why I feel like sometimes it's like really shifting your focus on what's important because they're set, like peop- the church body is made of people and sometimes people don't get things, we don't get things right. And it's a matter of what is the bounce back? What, the, like how they operate is it ultimately all about God and Christ. Or are they dodgy people that are just like getting away with things? Yeah. So yeah, I think accountability, it's kind of changed a little bit um, for me, but definitely praying about it is very important. And there are very obvious wrong and rights, like someone abusing somebody and then, you know, maybe someone saying that you have to serve them by force by fire and how they're doing it and all that yeah. stuff so i was gonna yeah. ask ken's how yeah. like so if you don't have a choice you don't have a choice yeah but you, you know we're both there together yeah we're at our <laughs> husband's church <laughs> basically yeah. if you don't have a choice yeah and you see stuff that you're yeah. not like, i that's what i was thinking about like because yeah like what do, you do? what do you do what do you do do you continue to just attend until you're just like I'm actually fed up of doing this because you, because you still want to be a part of the church. You still want to, especially as a married woman, it's, it's a bit awkward. Like your man's going to church every week and you're not there present. It's a bit awkward because yeah. people will be asking, so where's where's house where's? It's just really awkward. But that and that was one of my issues, and that's why I had to say to him like it's going to take me some time because I have to kind of feel like 
I'm ready to do this decision. And then I started praying about it. And then I started feeling guilty, like I was being a stubborn wife. <laughs> so then I went in the end. But there wasn't anything but particular. There wasn't, there wasn't. I just was not ready to move. Mm. I didn't have that convicting feeling like he had had. Um, but if there are red flags, I, I feel that you should be comfortable enough to say to your partner, like, look, this is what I have seen. This is how I feel. And your partner should be more than willing to be able to listen and not just push it to the side because they cannot see it. They cannot feel it. Um, but they definitely need to, like hear your side and understand but it's tricky it's tricky like if i'm not if i see things in the church me i'm sometimes i'm the kind of person if i don't want to do it i'm not going to do it so if i see something and i don't like it i don't want to go to church trust me i will not be going to that church (laughs) i will not but my husband has to know that i'm like that because then Mm -hmm. he then will have to learn how to move accordingly as well like Mm -hmm. okay do i should we just do church online shall we explore something different because he know he wouldn't take himself there by himself yeah. because people be asking questions and what's he going yeah. to say um yeah. but yeah that that's the tricky part when you don't get to see the vision or you see aspects of the church that you just don't like what do you do then yeah because that we unfortunately we had that risk you're very fortunate that you're both already in that same church mm. and you're both happy there but we ain't got a choice i didn't really I have a choice both have to agree though regardless you would like, definitely yeah you would definitely me i'm elena in the game so i don't know but <laughs> it's like i don't know like i feel like um but if you let's say for example let's put it on on to you like you feel compelled to attend this particular church and your partner's not then what do you do mm. you feel you're the one who has the yes. conviction that this yeah, I think god has shown you this is the church uh, for you but the person doesn't see it and they're just like not really buying into if, it if you've god done has shown you then you have to pray that god shows that other person too but sometimes god this doesn't always like, show yeah like this god has told me you're the one you need to see it yeah yeah no but i feel like maybe sometimes you play you play the part of like i don't know being the supportive wife or whatever yeah um but God willing, the, yeah. the person will see it. Yeah, I don't know what the me personally. I I was like I I said to, I was like I will. I don't know how I marrying someone in my church was never the goal. Right. I think it was always like looking outside. But like there were just certain things that I felt like I will never date someone like that. Like mm-hmm. no shade, all that kind of like theology type of christian people no shade it's just not something i connect with and i will never date someone like that because i just feel like i'm not going to debate with you on context and all that stuff <laughs> like mm-hmm. no i'm not going to do it it's just and like people that will say oh why do you pay tithe like it's just the yeah. certain things yeah. so yeah, yeah. i think it was there's certain things that it was just it's more of like if you're de- it is more of like what i'm seeing is is it is it going against what i fundamentally believe that a church should be encouraging or preaching about and stuff Mm -hmm, like that mm -hmm. so those important things Mm -hmm. or is it a matter of i'm seeing things that is not my preference and i don't like it or but if it's like red flags i feel like definitely something that you have to talk about and you both have to agree about Mm -hmm. i don't know it's really difficult because it sounds like what i'm getting from this is that when you're when it comes to picking a church essentially you just you may have your preference but god will give you what you, he will send you where you need to be mm. that's that's I what agree. i feel like that's I what agree, i feel I like agree. i'm grabbing Find from yourself. this whole yeah. thing because we were talking about intention like intentionally picking a church but then how would you do that well maybe you'll have a list and you'd when you go to it you're like okay i'm not just here for vibes i'm here for these particular mm. things but then at the same time god might be saying that's intentional but i need you right here and it may not look or, or feel exactly how you need it to feel. You may not connect with the thing that's on the pulpit. You might not, you're like, mm, the pastor is giving me, mm. but if God is calling you here, then that's where you go. Mm. And so if then, so then do you think it's okay for people then to not, to then choose not to attend church, a, a, a church for a period of time until they feel that they've got the, oh, me- the, the, the message, they've got the vision from God as to where they're supposed to be? What do you mean not attend? To not go to, to any just not church go, not attend any until church they, until uh, because as in not be just in fellowship as in the so not, so you not commit to a church. Not co- What's the way? You, you would never not have a home church. Not, not have a home church. Yeah, oh, okay. like to not have a home church at all and just oh keep on touring. I mean, some people yeah. don't even tour, you know, because oh, just because it's not might sway them. Just not go to church. Yeah, I think that one is dangerous. I I think that why it's more. I I feel like that's more dangerous mm-hmm. um and 
not having a home church maybe it's like secondary to that okay because i think as christians it's very important for us to be in fellowship with other christians right. like church is not necessarily attending um i i Church, I I don't think church is not necessarily being in the in a church building. Church right. is we are the body together. So you and me coming together, um, yes, yeah, so reading the word and that yeah. kind of stuff is important. But yeah. so I, I I don't I I feel like there's a there's a danger in mm. removing yourself mm-hmm. and doing things by yourself right. and calling that as doing church because mm-hmm. it, it you you're isolating yourself from mm-hmm. the from the body i don't right. know if that makes sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i feel like it's it is a natural thing mm-hmm. as part of figuring it out but yeah. it's, it should not be a place to, so to was, be comfortable in so that was my that's what i'm trying to get to because there will be some people who after they've been in a particular church that's had them in a chokehold not everyone wants to go and test the waters or the market yeah, some yeah. people are like you know what i just want to just be yeah yeah like this and just pray about where god really wants me to go to because for some people god will literally put the word of the the name of the church in your mind you've never heard of it before you've never seen it before but there's this there's this name it's just in my head you go and research and it's a church and you're like Mm. whoa and that's where you're called to be to because there are some people so it's just i was thinking about them yeah yeah i think think also it's part of healing as well it's kind of like when you have a heartbreak or something you have to heal from something mm-hmm. you know sometimes you have to take a period off yeah in order to mm-hmm. heal back again and and find yourself back again mm-hmm. um but yeah what i was saying was i just don't think it's kind of it's like so like writing off men yeah. or women you can't do that you yeah. have to you know mm-hmm. heal yourself back and put I, and try again i hear it I hear it, I hear it. But then that's where it also comes into play. And I think it's the fine line between religion and relationship. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. sometimes with churches, I think we get very much caught up in religion. Right. And just doing what we think, best foot forward, face forward, uh-huh. just doing what we uh-huh. believe is right, mm-hmm. as opposed to relationship. And I feel like when it comes to church, a lot of people are just in religion with it. Mm. And so that when you are looking for a church, it's more than anything, more than anything your heart's number one desire is to build relationship Mm -hmm. to build a relationship with christ that is what should always be in the forefront of your mind and i feel like as ros was saying as well like taking a step back i understand it Mm -hmm. always be in relationship always be in relationship um unfortunately people 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 they just will and i can't we can't take away from the fact that you know there may be people listening that are just that are just fed up Mm. they're just fed up with the politics mm. they're just they're in quasi sem that they have to deal with like they're just fed up and i hear you but um yeah removing yourself altogether from church in the guise of listen i don't want to deal with people etc it is it's, it's, it's dangerous mm. territory to be in and i don't feel like it's a permanent position that you should stay in mm. don't get comfortable in it don't mm. reside in it you need to wake yourself up and you need to shake yourself and get it off you because biblically as well Christ doesn't want us to be stand alone mm-hmm. and we all know that when you're alone that's more likely when the enemy's most likely to attack yeah. Yeah. is when you remove yourself from it's the true. covering exactly. the yeah. covering is very very important as much as people offend you and they do what they do they're always going to do it yeah. just think about your covering and what you need in order to survive this life and the next yeah. and move from there yeah. I feel like to grow as a Christian it, the two works in tandem like you need your personal relationship and build that and you need fellowship to mm-hmm. be in community mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because sometimes as well even just reading the bible and get yeah, you know building like i don't you some, you need someone to go back and forth yeah um yeah so they and it's the same as the religious people are the people that are not building their personal relationship with God, but they're always serving and doing something. Busy, as just you know. busy. Yeah, like, so, so, yeah, both work together. Mm-hmm. Like, you need both in order to grow yeah. as a Christian, I think. Yeah, man. It's, it's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. Choosing a church is hard. It's not easy. Um, mm. But, and it is dangerous because, like we've talked about, you make the decision, your li- wrong decision, your life is on the line. Mm. Your life is on the line. Mm. So it is something that you do need to, make conscious like you need to make a conscious decision about where you plant your feet because mm-hmm. unfortunately because of our it's to do with us it's to do with our spirit once it gets hurt it's very it's the most sensitive 
place, ah, Omo, it's, yeah. it's painful. Yeah. It's very, very painful. And unfortunately, you know, we can't, you don't know what's going to happen when you step into a church building or mm. just go into a new church. You don't know what's going to happen. Um, so guard your heart above all things with everything, Ooh. guard your heart. But yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy choosing a new church. And like my mm. heart goes out to everyone that, you know, came forward about that situation yeah. with that church because I can only imagine how much that must impact them and how much that must hurt them because mm-hmm. the person that they thought that was their father or, you know, where they thought was their spiritual home to turn around and have it be that viciously attacked I feel like it's it's a shame and it is it's, it's a poor reflection of of the kingdom but I'm glad that it is not a reflection of the kingdom mm. like it's not an everyday yeah. occurrence yeah. we thank God that people that you know can come out and speak and then we can Omar, well, you know, you have to reveal the false prophet, Shaq. Wait, <laughs> so we, you have to reveal them because I don't know any prophet of God that will do some of the things that I read in that report. I'm <laughs> sorry. I need to read that report. You need to read um, that report. It's it was long, shocking, but, it's, but yeah. yeah. But it's, it's, it's a lot. Know. It's a lot. And, you know, my heart goes out to all of them. And I do agree with what's been said. I feel like it needs to be spoken about yeah. on a platform. And spiritual and Christian leaders need to speak up and say, listen, we don't condone it. We stand against it we're with the victims and you know take it from there because nah them thing kind of things what i read now nah, them things can't run <laughs> them things can't run so who so who so is he the lead the yes. is it his church yeah yeah oh i see i see and that's so when his people his, ch- his like ministers haven't like abandoned him they still some run of them the have church. some of them have okay yeah yeah but he obviously has still has some type of backing. Yeah. But again, you know what? That's another thing we're looking for a church. Omar, does your leader have a, someone that they're also accountable to? Uh-huh. Someone that can't one. just be yeah, just yeah, there yeah, yeah. running just, church anyhow. I've decided I want to yeah, run a church. Yeah, yeah. They themselves that's don't true. have a spiritual leader. Father. They don't have a spiritual father, spiritual mother. Yeah. I think that's also dangerous territory because if I read in that report that the problem was that when he needed to be checked, they didn't know who to go to. Yeah, it's like mm. the, the, the group that he was supposed to be yeah, um, head, the, the group that he's supposed to, you and know, be accountable. Be accountable to. They kind of like dissembled. Yeah, so, so there was nobody oh, the there. So there was, yeah. God willing, it will never happen. But if the leader of my church does something, me, I know where I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> I know who I'm going to, to go and say, there's problems here, come and check it. And that's what you need. You need yeah. to know that everyone has to be accountable to yeah. someone. If I came and told you that I'm in a church, just there, basa, but who do you report to? No one, I'm just there, I go there. You'll think, John, you're not mm. a serious character. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Very yeah. Cool. But yeah, no, that, um, what's it called? He made a point that I felt like he said it in passing, but it's very important. About, I think it was about the age. Like, it's a, it's a funny one, but I definitely feel like me this one is a matter of personal preference mm. but I like churches where the pastor has got some years under his belt mm. like just is a yeah, is a this one about, i don't yeah, think is something to base it on but mm-hmm. i just feel like every generation comes with their nuances on how they do things and um uh you know i think i don't know it's a tough one because it's as tough. we were talking... Some people like them old school. Yeah, Some yeah, people yeah, like, like them new school. school. That yeah, one, I that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's a personal one. one. Yeah, and that's like, why you have to have a nice team. And like, you know, your head pastors just have oh, a mixture. Yeah, yeah so you should. Everyone has. Yeah, but even that one, sure. Anywho, but, 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 but it should be a, a, a nice... <laughs> the reason why I thought it was tough is because when you were talking, I was agreeing with you and then I heard the name Jesus. And Jesus was our age. He was, <laughs> he was our age <laughs> mate. No, no, but look at he his was our age mate. No, but no, but I hear and it. We are, and we are going to do more exploits That's, than that one. Is, that one is true. And, and that's so true. I got convicted because yeah, I was yeah, just yeah. like, that's I was true, like, I agree with you. Me, I like an older. When I see an older pastor, I'm like, okay, heavy hitter. Yeah, it, it, but it, I was like, depend. Oh, as I know. The anointing doesn't have age it, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone yeah. might come in a 9 to 21 year old, I'll be sitting there thinking, wow, what's mm, a yeah, wall? Yeah, yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. 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 I, I, I hear it. But I, I don't know. I hear it. I got convicted. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm no, with no, you. I, I agree with you. Because you're making a good point. And I, I, I do agree. But as in, yeah, I just think. Maybe that's for, yeah, but for, me, for what you want in terms of like life lessons. Life. And things yeah. Like yeah. Because you're yeah. And it's also, but this is more so like my home church because like I'm also quite invested in other like other churches that are, that's not my home church right. um 
that have young pastors and mm-hmm, stuff like that mm-hmm. but isn't yeah i think but it's, it's very much a, a personal preference before i was the opposite as well <laughs> so before i preferred younger pastors as well maybe another time i'll come and say something different maybe, but maybe you will be the be pastor te- right? Right, jesus <laughs> so it could be down to teaching styles you never jesus. know jesus yeah, yeah, teaching yeah styles true. and whether they're young or old you like that you're like yeah, oh, that's yeah. Funny. so anyway Just thank something. you guys for joining our episode on how to um pick a church the first episode of our how-to series which is exciting as always um don't forget to follow us on social media on instagram at preachers pod as well as twitter don't forget to listen to our episodes which you can find on spotify apple podcast and and soundcloud as well and also don't forget to email us our email address is uh pod at gmail.com tell us let us know how did you pick a church um are you currently picking a church how's that going let us know we would love to hear all about it but that's all from us until next time ciao bye